Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Oh, we're back, baby! Live on a Monday, merely Bo, the great Z, fresh off your birthday festivities. Six-week oh, vacation. Baby. Good to see you. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. We made uh, Just peacocking around the coast. The, the wife and I made a, an absolute pact that we are going to do this every year. So put, put it on the calendar next For year. For next year. Yeah, the week before. I mean, it just it's so nice. And it's nice to do a vacation followed by a staycation. It's actually a real treat. So you went, you were out of town, and yep. then you were in town. So we were out of town okay. Saturday to Saturday. Okay. Got back on July the 2nd. Okay. July the third, we were able to have like a little a little date, me and 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 Miss Kay, and then my birthday was Monday, and then, you know, we got to just kind of like staycation it and and do some fun things and have some dinner, see some folks, play some golf. It was really great. Pool, you know. I mean, it was what more what more do you want? And so now here I am. I feel refreshed. I feel rejuvenated. I feel ready to go. I wish we had more information. <laughs> So that we knew we were going or not going or whatever going yeah. path, whatever we're taking, still not. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get to. But it was it was a great time. I would highly recommend if people have not been to uh, the. I guess it would be so. It's the western side of Michigan, northwestern Michigan, on Lake Michigan, right? Do I have so that is right? it? Yeah, for sure. Is it? I mean, it's. I don't. Is it? I don't know that it's north though, right? Because like well, northwestern gets to like that's more like, you know, that's like yeah, uh, maybe it's just pure western. Yeah, because it's not like Traverse City is like no, northwest. that's northwest. So it's below Just, Traverse City, but above Sagatok yeah, is where we were. Yeah, you like Sagatok's go to Grand great. Grand Rapids and then keep going yeah, west, it. right? Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, right on through. Yeah, um, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. It was great. We had a great time. The water is beautiful. I can't again. And everybody's like, oh wow, well. because I guess when you're used to Lake Erie and what the coast of Lake Erie looks like, not that's saying right. that it's not pretty. It's not Lake Michigan. I mean, it looks like California. You have cascading mountains with trees and sand dunes. We did yeah. the sand dune thing, which was maybe the most fun you could have on four wheels. It was unreal. Yeah. Cruising around. It was like a roller. It felt like it should be a ride at an amusement park. It was so fun. So great. It was great. So we had a, we had a great time up there. We had a great little Airbnb. Um, and then on the way back, we were able to stop, and we hit up the, uh, the cottage just outside of Ann Arbor. And uh, and did basically three days of tubing because Bryce is basically and, and this was the first year he went full time on his stomach and okay. was like, all right, you know, make like we could bring like, it a little bit. You could wreck me, dad. No, he still. He, and every time you get on, he's ah, a little cautious. Let's not go crazy. Yeah. But then as soon as he's on there and he has I mean, we have so many pictures and I think it's true of everybody who's tubing. You're just smiling from ear to ear the whole time. It is the most fun you could ever have. And I did a ton of tubing. It was great. It is. Yeah, it there is the there is the threat enough threat of danger to give you a little bit of nervousness. Like sure. you know, like being thrown isn't always the best time ever off one. I of don't those. well, I had one that really I a, right. I got there, my neck pretty yes, I was we've sore all for a had few days. One where you Yeah. and then crumple well, and what turns so the lake it's not a huge lake, but you have definitely certainly enough room to tube and whip people around and do donuts and the whole deal and get it going, but it's a, a, as I said, small lake. So you would need wind to create real waves. Okay. Or, or now wake. that it's become super popular, these the wake surfboard, the mm -hmm. wake surf boats. Yeah. Well, those make enormous waves. Right. Because people, for people who don't know, that you legitimately surf behind a boat on a lake, like as close to me yes, as they're, I. They're right behind we are, it. Yeah, they yeah. are right behind it on a wind. They're doing the, and it. 
they seem to have looks fun. like you're having the best time ever. It looks I'd rather yeah. tube, I would yeah. say, because you're not really going fast. Listen, you're kind of just like at my age, I'm never going to I'm not learning a new skill. Like right. I'm not right. I'm Same. sure that if I there was a time and somebody said, boy, here's an access to surf. Would you like to surf? Yes. It seems like it's the most fun yeah, ever. Do less. That's my too late. Secret. Yeah. It's too late at this. For point. sure. Yeah. So what was fun about that? was that that thing would go, and there were probably two of them on the lake some of the times when we were going, so that would make crazy waves. So we had a couple where full-on just launchers, where you went – one time I bailed myself because I basically rode this wave up and was it felt like 100 feet in the air, and I just <laughs> flipped off myself yeah. and, and just jumped off. But that, it, was, it, was, it was awesome, and then uh, you guys saw the pictures. You know, so we had that. We had great fun. Turns out the sous vide, real handy to bring on a, on a trip like that to the up to the cottage. I had to make ribs for many, many people. Oh, I like the thinking here. So I brought it, and we actually ate at our Airbnb a couple nights, so we did some – was able to, you know, take care of everything in there, and you could just kind of set it, it forget it, go back to the beach. Yeah, I like that. Which is actually really a, a nice really convenient a thing. use but, of that, yeah. Yeah, we were tubing while we were sous viding ribs for six hours, and it turned out to be – it was a delight. But then we got back, and then the, the creme de la creme was – on my birthday, the prime rib. It's, it's an incredible effort out of you. So I made a couple of adjustments that I'm willing to share with the people. Okay. Get your pens out. So so it was about a seven-pounder, okay. three bones. About, and shout-out to Tere, my, my guy, the butcher at, uh, at the Heinz. He, I had ordered one, and he's like, actually, here, I got two for you to pick from. And I was yep. like, well, which one do you like? Not telling me. So I pick. He's like, that was the one. So and it looked. It was. It was a beautiful piece of meat. So we went, got that, got it home, covered it in the uh, Penzi's prime rib rub, in the fridge, uncovered overnight. So yep. that helps it kind of like I don't know what it does, but it does something. It works. Yeah. That's straight from Pedro. I said, yeah, I do that. Okay, fine, done. So I had been kind of stewing the first sear in a cast iron, mm -hmm. but I like to put my rub on it, which is a lot of olive oil, probably like eight cloves of of pressed garlic through a garlic mm -hmm. press and then you know uh, a little salt and pepper you don't need much because of the other rubs got plenty uh, and then fresh thyme fresh rosemary chopped and you make that into a paste and then you just like lather it up. up oh yeah the whole deal and then i take the, the long knife and i make a little few incisions and slide some cloves mm -hmm. of garlic into various places and so i found that when i was doing it in the cast iron that would burn my herbs too much oh yeah you get a burnt herb and you don't yeah, want to burn. You don't herb. want burn herbs. No, nobody wants. A That's burn always herb. tricky. Like, how do you get the right, the sweet spot where you get a sear, but you don't get all black? That's hard. So needle to thread. I decided. People, a lot of people reverse sear. They call it a prime rib. So they start super high and then they go low. So why don't I just do that? So I threw it in the oven at four seventy five for fifteen minutes, crisped it up beautifully. Herbs totally intact. Yeah. Then into the bag six hours, and I bumped it up to one thirty one point five, which I, I enjoyed. And then here was – and th this was the new thing that I'd never done before. So then we took it out of there. I dried it down. And while it was almost done, I took uh, some ghee. Yeah. Butter. In this case, yeah. it was butter, but I would like to use ghee, ghee butter. And then uh, fresh rosemary. Melted that together to make like a rosemary butter. Okay. That I brushed over the oh, whole – Oh, you lathered that sucker up, didn't you? Over the whole thing. Then back in at 475 for another 10 to 12 – and it came out. And it was part of when I cut it. I mean, I almost you cried. Yeah, just Miss K had it on the on the gram, the video of me. She's I was, I was into. Uh, she's yeah. insane. You're Ken the, Burns weeps. If you follow her, you were with us on these trips. <laughs> like you missed nothing. Absolutely no detail was left yeah, was left done. But so that was that was the final that that extra little brush, and it was 
I mean, it was a delight. That's that's gorgeous. It was a delight. It, it looked great. it. I it was it looked so indulgent. I just loved seeing it. It, it made great. me so pleased uh, that that was happening on your birthday. Gibby, how'd you do? You do all right? Survived, man. <clears throat> Survive in advance. Survived. Got a couple rounds of golf in. There you go. Oh, um. Yeah, there you go. Jim oh, baby. Mike. There it is. We got a bit of a loose, I, loose cord. Dude, I just replaced the microphone. It's it something take, in that cable. There's something in the this. cable. It's, it's the this connector. area. It's this. I think it is taking you a whopping eight minutes to screw it up. I don't. I'm not sure he touched it. To be fair, All and right. by the way, this We're is exactly back. how we should be back. Is We're what back. I do. What I do because, I, quite frankly, I didn't even see a brushing. Yeah, this is outrageous. I did not see. Good. It. I'm already I back, and you're already giving me grief. Perfect. Yeah. yeah that's eight the minutes in. That's how the microphone's yeah. not working. Worked perfectly fine for the last two weeks. Anthony Poissel didn't have any problems. Well, that's well, valid, valid. Yeah. But it, yeah. there, he, I don't know that he would that is as, as engaged with the, the other apparatuses that Z is. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm out this here. is also so. true. Yeah. Fair. So that's uh, no. So you did I, good. Everything was good. I mean, I, I got in a couple rounds of golf. Uh, I had the kids' grad party yesterday, so I spent the week getting ready for that. Oh, there you go. There you um, go. And that went off well. Everyone was everything pleased, went, and everything were... went great. Um, it was just a it was a long week getting ready because it is a process. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I, I kept asking the wife and kid how many people were actually invited to this, and both of them kept walking away from me after I asked. Did, Did you a, get a number? No, I'm pretty sure we were close to 200 yesterday. Jeez. I was just going to say, and no, I, before you even small. said the number, I was going to say, you don't ever have a party or anything in my mind that I could think of that there's less than 150. There's food <laughs> for there's food for 1,000. There's beverage for a billion. It's just that's the way that the, the Gibbe does it. I, I, I was definitely surprised at the amount of adult beverages consumed in a Sunday open house. Were you, though? I, I was. I, there was a reason why we did it on a Sunday yeah. afternoon between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. I think that Ohio in the summer, all bets are off on Sunday. I really do. When I, it's 80 degrees I just and think, beautiful. Yeah, I just think that in the summer, people in Ohio are like, we've got to live. The blank. We got to live. We've got to like, live. Bottoms up. Have your best life. I feel like that's kind of where we are. Yeah. yeah. Did some fireworks. Played yeah. some golf. It was good. I, I am just. I, I am the person that when I'm on vacation, I I need to go somewhere. I don't like to just sit around my house. Yeah. I do that year round. Like I, I don't I, I need to I need to go travel. I like in, in other words idea. If, I also like the if you got away for like five or six days and then came back for the final four. Yeah. That I could deal with that. Like you're getting away, you're doing something. Uh, Your feeling is that if you aren't, if you don't leave, you're just going to do what you already do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you end up with a honey do list. Yeah, you have lists of things, yeah. things to do. Yeah. I had a great staycation. It was really terrific. <laughs> well, but you did the other thing first. I did the other thing first. Yeah, that's sure. what I mean. You do like, that first, uh, and you come back in. By the way, I got to give one one more quick story. So we're up in Muskegon, and we found like some awesome spots. We, as I said, we cooked a couple nights. But Miss Kay wanted to find, like, the finest yeah. dining that Muskegon has to offer. So we go to this place, and no names, please. And it's in, like, the Marriott, which was a nice-looking Marriott. It had a Starbucks. My kids were, oh, this place must be good. There's a Starbucks here. <laughs> Meanwhile, they were, like, all – they were so bummed that the Starbucks was closed at 8 at night. They were, like, wow, we want Starbucks. 
All right, no, let's no just one Starbucks at eight o'clock at night. You they don't even drink coffee. Mm. They want. They don't drink coffee. They want snacks. You know, like a, uh, Bryce gets a, I think a chai tea latte. And yeah, that cost you a mortgage payment. Oh my god! Every time we go there, it's like I'm like, how is this twenty dollars? Yeah. And Arden gets a. Uh, she likes the pink drink. Which the, there's something called that, right? The mango yeah. dragon. No, it's just no, called, it's just pink, called drink. pink drink. It's like a strawberry oh, milkish milk stuff. Yeah. It reminds me honestly of the gross. blue and the green drink at Star Wars Land in Disney World. No point of reference on that, but it kind of reminds me of like the quick. Like the Nestle's quick yes, milk. Yes, that's like, like a strawberry, strawberry milk. milk is what I think it yeah. kind of is. That doesn't yeah. sound the rabbit, at all. The rabbit running around. Strawberry pretty good. It's kind of It wind, can be good. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's what you got to do. So we go to this place. We sit down, and I'm already kind of like laughing. I'm like, okay, this is it, – it, it, you just knew. You could, you could tell. <laughs> you knew, like, yeah. okay, this is maybe the, the – okay. So we sit down. The waitress comes over, and uh, we got a couple of apps – Got some ribs that actually turned out to be great. So I'm like, all right, we're off to a great start. So then I, you know, are there any specials? Yeah, we well, have prime rib. And this Wonderful. Is, this is before. Pre your prime pre, rib. Pre my prime rib. Yeah. So I'm like, fantastic. Just so happens that I love prime rib. Mm-hmm. What's, give me, talk to me. Size, price, What am I looking whatever. at What here? are we looking yeah. at here? 10 ounces for $22. That doesn't sound right. No. No, it doesn't. Sounds quite wrong. Okay. I think you're way off on the ounces portion of the program. Not to mention the So I say, okay, we go around to order. I'm like, all right, I know what I'm doing here. So I said, just want to confirm again. And if you need to go back, that's fine. But, like, it's $22 for the prime rib special. Correct. It's like, yep, 100%. Okay. Okay, all right, fine. So now when the bill comes, it's – I can say we've discussed. Right. Because I'm ordering two. Duh. It's 10 ounces. 10 ounces. Of course I'm ordering two. Of course you are. So I think two for forty-four dollars. That's great. What a Twenty seal. ounces feels. I feel very excited about for this. sure. So I order the prime rib. As soon as it's time to come in, and Miss Kay had ordered a, a fettuccine. They called it a seafood fettuccine that was in a in a uh, like a spicy like a Diablo sauce, like a spicy spicy creme. Cre- yeah, like yeah. a blush sauce mm-hmm. that was was to have lobster, king crab, and uh, all, shrimp I can tell in it. This is going. Okay. What she got was the closest thing I've ever seen to mac and cheese without lobster, without king crab. They were nowhere yeah. to be found in the proceedings, and there were the word shrimp applied to the three shrimp that were in there. So that was that. Miss Kay was not – and ended up making her sick because it was so just like Too cream, cheesy. Too creamy. Just, yeah. yeah, that's not going to be a win. Yeah. Bryce is always fine because he's ordered noodles, noodles with olive oil. Oh, these are great noodles. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> One bite, everybody knows yeah. the rules. <laughs> Arden gets a Caesar guy. salad sure. pretty much everywhere. She loves Caesar salad. Some just get chicken. She'll get shrimp, steak, whatever. She got that. They gave her bread, chicken, so the girl, nonetheless, no complaints. She's, she just rolls with punches. So then here come my prime ribs. Two hands. And what appears to be on the plate from as far as I am, I feel like I've just hopped into a time machine. I've wound up in a cobbler store, and there's a couple of leather soles lying oh, around. Oh, no. So the irony was they did ask me how what temperature I wanted my prime rib. I said medium. Okay, what came out was as thin as this paper. <laughs> okay, and it was to use to quote the great Jim Ross, who's been on this program. Yeah, it was tougher than a two dollar steak. Oh so, no! At this point, we're just like we're all you laughing about it. it. We're, we're laughing done. about it, and because the meal was so bad, it spawned what turned out to be the most fun game ever. So. 
Nana, the sweet Nana, always wants pictures of everything we're doing. Every day. Send pictures, send pictures, yeah. send pictures. Well, the good news is you have the biggest PR person for your family a uh, family ever. can have. Right. Yeah. Well, she could access them off of yeah. Instagram. They're all there. Yeah. It's all there. So we were in the midst of this meal that we're just kind of laughing about and, and having, you know, just it, it, it was what it was. And it turns out that's why it was $22. And even then, I felt like I got robbed pretty good, <laughs> which is neither here nor there. We decided that we would test Nana a little bit. Okay. Test Nana. And so – what I mean by that is, so we sent her a picture from dinner that we were at. Okay. And then we sent her another picture saying this one was like outside the restaurant from a dinner where our, Bryce was actually wearing the same hoodie, so it kind of worked, where Nana was there from our vacation together in Florida. That Nana actually took the picture. So we send that one to her. Nothing. No response. Like, wait a second. Yeah. So then as the trip goes on, we start sending her pictures from – when we get to the cottage, from the cottage that day, but then also from the cottage three years ago, where Bryce is clearly younger. We sent her a picture of me pulling them on the tube with a totally shaven face, and then one me hugging Bryce later when it's all the with the full beard. Nothing. So we think this is like the funniest thing. We're having so much fun. Now Dang. we're really pushing the envelope, trying to make yeah. it. Like we sent her our goodbye picture, which were two totally different pictures. Boom, boom. Nothing. So we get back, and we're sitting with Nana. And I and we go, Nana. We're we're all concerned about you. Yeah, we're playing euchre, and we're we're all concerned about you right now. And as you'd see the wheels start turning. As I put, we're going to talk about it later. Yeah, we're going to talk about it later. Oh, you tell me right now what's going on. Why am I? Why are you so concerned about me? So then we are in, is dying laughing. So we break down for what we did. We had told like Kayla's parents because we sent old pictures of that, like all stuff that she. Yeah. It's all it, the visual evidence it. is there. Yeah. Like if anybody's gone to the bars and they've ever played those spot, the differences in the pitcher games, yeah. like you're nailing this. Okay. So we explained to her, she's happy that we're not really concerned about her, that there's nothing really wrong. And she says, I just look at the pictures for you guys to be smiling. And that's all I look at. Now, meanwhile, Bryce is now, you know, like five ten, Right. And one of the pictures, he's like five, four and doesn't look <laughs> anything like he looks right now. And she's like, I just, he was, he was smiling. He was smiling. He was smiling. And then she's was like, who six. cares? She's like, so what? Who cares? She did. So we enjoyed the joke much more than she did. We were having so much fun trying to pick so pictures. She never, to ever not even once. noticed that it no. was different. And even yeah. when we pointed it out to her, she's like, who cares? <laughs> what about you, Bishop? Yeah, let's get into the Bo Bishop extravaganza. Oh, we're well, good. We can roll right we through. To- <laughs> yeah, we, we're good. We're going to get to the news in segment two that everybody wants us to get to. Yeah, all right. Okay. I, I mean, I, I worked, so I, I had, did the other job, had so, I, so I worked. So um, I did that most of the time. But I would say that the most significant thing uh, that happened over the course, everyone had a great time. We were up at the lake, 4th of July. That was wonderful. Z's birthday. We celebrated that uh, with fireworks and stuff. I would also say one thing that I picked up is that fireworks aren't quite the same for my kids as it was for me. For me, I was in awe of the fire. I just couldn't take my eyes off them. And I don't know if we're launching them off more now than we did before. Hot take overrated. I'm not even interested anymore. Yeah, I think it's it's really fell flat. Like, they were kind of over it real quick. Like, okay. And I don't know if there's just more stuff. I, I don't know what it was. But I remember as a kid, like, sitting in the back of a pickup truck in Shota, Montana, at the rodeo and watching <laughs> – the fireworks and going, this is God, my God, what is, who's capable of this? Yeah. How can you do this? And to them, it's like, okay, great. On to the next. What are we doing here? So that, that was the big, my big kind of hot take from the 4th of July uh, festivities, but that was all wonderful. Uh, it's been a good week. 
um, I was we had a combination of like rain and then weird like things that I had to do. So I, I had not played golf at all. I really hadn't played. And I, I told you, I haven't really swung full, you know, in a year. So last night after dinner, I tell uh, Amy, I said, look, I'm going to I'm going to go play. I'd like to go play. And I'm going to just go by myself because I didn't think the kids want to go. So my oldest goes, well, Dad, I, do you mind if I go? Of course, of course not. not. Let's, Let's go. go, dude. This is the, yep. I mean, this is the whole reason we're there is for this to go do this. So we go out there last night. So there were actually a lot of people out, which goes back to, I think, Sundays. People just ignore it. Like a lot of people having dinner, a lot of people still at the pool, music, boozing. Oh, yeah. Like it was quarter to seven. You know, when I got there. Should be winding down. Yeah, no, no. No, Quite no the not. And there were no. a lot of people out on the course <clears throat> still. And usually at that time, you know, you just go. But I'm a savvy guy. So I, I'm like, you know what? Let's go. We're just going to go straight to there was somebody on 10, nobody on 11, nobody on 12. I said, let's go to 12. And we, we got a little buffer. Beautiful. And we'll play our way around. We'll play the last seven holes, and away we go. So we played our first hole from 150 out, first swing. We both we both card fours. And um, he's good enough now where he can he hits a driver about 150, and he hits it straight pretty much every time. It's half the battle. Yeah. So he goes, do you mind if we keep score? No. No, I don't. Let's, I love it. Okay, let's so let's keep score. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that. Let's, let's run. Let's keep track. I think that's important. We'll count all the strokes. Let's see how it does. So I say, okay, well, I'm going to play. I'll play from the member tees, and I will tee you up at the beginning of the fairway. Wherever the fairway starts, you'll play from. Okay. So on some of the holes, and you've been out there. I think you've been out there, too. Some of the holes, the you know, like one of them he was playing from 271. So it's, it's a haul yeah. for him, you know? 150, you're still three yeah. figures up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sure. Boom, boom. So we both card fours on the first hole. The next hole, par four, I bogey. He gets a four from 269. We're down one. We go to the next hole. I get a bogey. He gets another four. Down two. Go to the par three. Someone's sandbagging. Go to the par three. I, I make par. I hit it to a thing. I actually missed a birdie putt for one of the from like five feet. I missed it. it. Sucked. He's off, but still makes bogey. Like I I mean it was crazy. Like he had a pretty salty little chip shot and it, it was nuts. So I'm going, wait a second here. Four, 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 four. I'm go I'm all over the place. So I'm up two. Uh, he's he's up two. We get to we get to seventeen. I put it in the water. On 17, my approach goes in the water on 17. It comes out further, and I always think I can get it, and I never didn't make it. It goes in the water. Was that the Simsy hole? No. no 18 is no, the long par five. Yeah. Uh, 17 has got a – it's almost like a boomerang. you got to hit – remember I kept telling you guys oh, play yeah. a lesser club because yeah. uh-huh. you uh-huh. otherwise you're going further away. You really want to land at the bottom of that tree. So we, we came out, and, and so we get to 18, and we're tied at 18. So I had made up a hole on 16. I made up one on the par three. We get to 18. Now, I am not good. Okay, I'm not. But for the sake of the entirety of these last seven holes, I shot. I had 36 in the last seven holes. Okay. So it's breaking 100 is, is where I'm at. And you were and teeing played, off after the first hole you played like the normal tees. Member tees the rest of the way. Okay. We get to 18, par five. I hit a garbage. Now, full stands now. Because the people are eating. They're that's watching. The whole porch. Yeah. So that's all there. And when you suck, the last thing you want to do is hit and play in front of people. And the green's pretty severe, if I recall. 
Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And then, Wait, so there's ten, a big crowd there. Nine. I hit it right, and I'm, I go, oh, my God, I'm in real trouble here because he's going to tee off from uh, 220 yards out. And if he keeps this up, by the way, he had hit like eight foot, 10 foot putts. Like doesn't even stand over him. The just, boss of the moss. Just steps up there. Don't. That's how my clink. kid beat me go, for the first time. Good God, she man. Couldn't miss. My second, I don't even know how I did it. And now it, it, I hit my first one right. We get in there. We're, I'm kind of in the trees. And he goes, he goes, dad, why don't you just curve it out of here? Like you did the last one. Yeah, a little cut. I said, well, I didn't mean to curve it. <laughs> The yeah. last time. How do, how do I do that? How do I do that? Where so, is that on the controller? I actually hit a rescue club pure to about I'm about 140 out. Okay. So I'm in good shape. Yeah. Right? I'm in good shape. He hits his drive down. I, he's just short Where's of Where's he teeing off from? He's teeing from 220. Okay. He doesn't hit it clean. He's probably now like 100 out, and but he's like on a fairway bunker. And I said, dude, hit your, hit your rescue. You're like 110 out. Hit that rescue club in there. And away you go, right? Well, he goes, Dad, I don't want to hit the rescue club. I'm like, I'm telling you, I think I think this is the club. So he duffs the rescue club. So now he's really Dad. pissed at me. Yeah. I told you I didn't want to hit it. So then he hits his seven iron. So we get to the point where we're on the green, both putting for a five. Okay. I'm 12 feet. He's 10. Okay. Okay. I'm side hill kind of a bendy. Uh -huh. Full crowd. Yeah. I had to chip up to get it to there. I was proud I didn't blade it. He... He did the same thing. So we're both in the same spot. So I hit my putt. I'm not, I missed it by an inch. Yeah. High. By an inch. Just on the, right. On the pro on the, side. On the top side. Yeah. Yep. Settles six inches. Tap in for my six. I'm going, I, 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 that's as good as I played that hole in three years. The kid's sitting at a 10-footer. So in he looks over crowd. in front of the crowd. He's like this, like staring at it, like looking at the – Looking at the line. Can I take he's action on it? Standing, Can I take action right on this? Like this. Can I take action on it's this? It's a sideways bender. Give me money on the kid. Goes through all of this. Steps up. Boom. Boom. Nails it. Wins. From 10 right, foot. What was his reaction? Did he give a fist pump? He was so, it was the sweetest thing. Because he was so emotional that he had beat me at something. Because he hadn't. This is his first victory. So he's just thrilled with it. He's, God bless him. He took his hat off like to shake my hand you know i love I mean, it already he was, but he was sincere like yep. it wasn't yeah, he wasn't yeah, being yeah, a yeah. punk he wasn't being chesty nope it was a fist pump and he took the hat off and he had the biggest grin on his face and he he shook my hand and he goes he goes dad i really thought you'd be more mad and inside i'm just like oh god this happened way too soon like he's, yeah this happened way too soon um but acknowledging i'm of course i'm not good and he's decent Really decent. And so I told him, and this, this is the only thing I was proud of for the entire time I was off. I said, buddy, I'm, I am so proud. I'm so happy for you. I hope you beat me at everything. I hope you're better than me at everything. Um, and he gave me a big hug. And then like he got like an applause <laughs> from the people from in the, the crowd. Day. And then the guy behind us goes, that's a hell of a putt. Like it was, it was great. It was great. Does so he, it's over. Does so he, he, I shot 36. He shot 35. Does he want to do some junior golf? Does he want to like play? He, I mean, he should. He should. He yeah. should. Yeah, he should. I, you know, I don't know. He he does it a little bit with me, and um, you know, but he's been playing since he's two. Like he's been swinging awesome. since he was two. So it was a big proud moment. And then he goes, Dad, can we go to the bar? Give me a yeah. drink. Yeah, let's go to the bar. Let's Stay go to right. the bar. Let's cocktails get, around let's me. Cocktails on the winner for let's, sure. Let's get a Roy Rogers for you, buddy. Let's I, ride that up. I love that. I love it was that. great. Oh, it's so good. It's fun to be. I, I was able to get four holes in yesterday with Arden, but she was not interested in playing. She was fully, like, 
it's so funny to me they the thrill that and she's you know 14 yeah she, from just driving the golf cart yeah she just loves it yeah so she just drove me around but it's so fun to get to be out it's there awesome it's the best it was great it was a great that's time. a great story so did he it was so this is this morning was there any comments at uh at breakfast he had a couple of little things here and there, but it's it's okay. Like it's yeah, all right. Don't get too chesty. Like yeah. the thing is, is like I it's only gonna get worse for me and him. He's only gonna get better. I'll get met a little bit better, but I I've always had a theory with golf. Like if you pick it up late, unless you can dedicate a ton of time to it, like there's no way that I'm ever gonna shoot seventy eight. There's Correct. no amount of work I could ever do to shoot seventy eight. I the most I can do is shoot at one point in my life, I was mid to low 80s. Like, that was the best I'm ever going to be. I'm never going to be better than that. But he's going to live between 78 and 85. Like, that's where he's going to live, having grown up playing it. Like, it's a nice place to live. So you're never going to – From a that's business a standpoint? Yeah. It's just a good – that's why I tried to get Bryce. This, I said, Boots, just take the summer, play your games in the morning, and then take two hours a day and go get, learn how to play golf. No, it's just – Yeah. It's awesome. As you know, like it's a walk in nature. The weather's great. You're with your your boys. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. That's why I I told 80. I'm like, just keep playing. Like, you don't have to play every day. Yeah. If you play times a week, like anytime you want to go to the range, anytime you want to play. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I'll come and you can beat me and win all my money because that's when you show up is when there's money on the line. That's right. That's right. So we didn't miss anything last week, did we? Do we have anything to discuss? Well, when we leave, nothing, nothing happens. Nothing's happened. When nothing I've, ever happens. I've been on a couple of vacations here, and I'm pretty sure nothing of no consequence news. happened. No news. We will discuss the no news coming yeah. up next. We're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily 850 ESPN Cleveland. ESPN Cleveland. Buying or selling home with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services is always a winning strategy. If you plan to make a move this season, we're going to have you covered at Howard Hanna. Every day is game day. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today. So what someone asked me this week, like, were you surprised that we traded Baker Mayfield? No. Uh, was I surprised that it happened that, that week? Yes. Yes, I was. The NFL was off. I was a little bit surprised that that was the week that it happened. Um, but it felt like there was only one real dance partner for it. It felt like yep. that was the only place it was going to happen. And it was just a matter of all of the things that had to get done to get it done. And what needed to happen to get it done was us pay some of, a big a portion of, of Baker's salary, Baker to take back some of his own money in the deal, um, and then uh, a compensatory fifth or a fifth round pick that could be a fourth, a conditional pick in 2024. So that's how it happens. I started this show his rookie year. Okay, so that is six. <laughs> been a lot of things that haven't aged well. <laughs> that was six. Yep. That was pure joy. Yep. That was all of that world's team. Hug him. Hug, Hug him. All of that stuff happened that year. By the end when, of the when year, you tried four to, horsemen. Four horsemen by the end of the year. When you try to put together his four-year run here, um, it's funny. Somebody said to me, well, is he a bust? Absolutely not. No. No, he was not a bust in any way, shape, or form. Um, he w- th- there were some incredible highs and some moments of, holy cow, this is what it feels like to be in the NFL, man. 
I mean, there were a lot of those that no one's going to forget that Thursday night. No one's going to forget that 2020 season um, when it all went right. But there were also some crazy, bizarre moments. The 2019 game in Denver with all of that nonsense. I mean, there was just some weird stuff that happened, too. And I think, you know, it, it started to drift, obviously, in, in 2021 from, from both sides' perspective. And it comes to the position where you have to trade him. Um, but I think you can also you can be incredibly grateful for what he did and also at the same time be incredibly understanding of how this was the end game and how it had to be. Totally. And, you know, this is the first time we've gotten to talk about it. Yeah. I didn't, you know, obviously I didn't tweet much. I, I thoroughly I, – Baker Mayfield was so important to this franchise's ability, I think, to kind of pull itself out of the doldrums that it was in because – he was a guy that had unbelievable confidence. Some people would say irrational confidence. You know, you talk about the guys who come off the bench and they can make every shot, and he felt that he could make yeah. every throw, and he comes out in his rookie year. He sets the record for the most passing touchdowns ever by a rookie. Now, of course, you know, there were the other parts of this, but I go back for me personally, and I think about week 16 at home rookie years, December the 23rd, it was our final home Never game. He throws three touchdowns. You knew they were going after the record. They beat the Bengals. That's where I, I got – it was my screensaver for a long time, the post-game interview with them mm -hmm. and the applause. And, and like you like to talk about, uh, my wrestling watching days allowed me to – let, let it breathe. Yeah, let me just yep. let it sit for a second. But, you know, that was pure joy. And then – 19 it just goes off the rails you know we all know it it, it just did and you know that's one of those things that things you think would work out didn't and and then you go to 2020 and comes Stefanski in comes this magical year the second half of the season as we talked about so many times 20 touchdowns you know two interceptions you win the playoff game uh, he, he runs the quarterback basically end around to secure the playoff berth. Mm -hmm. Then you you go there, the comeback in Cincinnati, and then it, it, his games against Cincinnati were all pretty darn good, uh, especially in 2020 when Odell went down. He throws the five touchdowns. He throws the touchdown to, to DPJ to, mm -hmm. to win that one. We go into Tennessee, remember, and they were hot. They were hot. We they were a pick. smoked them. Yep. In that one, he throws for 334 and four touchdowns. Then he had that insane Monday night game against the Ravens where they come up just a little short, but he had it 343 and two touchdowns. Um, it was the highs were so high. The lows, obviously, since the disappointments of 19 and 21 were there. I think that, you know, you could look at what he meant here. In terms of just, I think the force of his personality, yeah, and it's a force of personality that was when things were good was great and everybody loved it. But when things weren't as good, I think it it wasn't as well received, and it's it's unfortunate. I think that the Browns are in a better spot for having Baker Mayfield here, but I think they were also cognizant of the fact that in order to achieve their goals of winning the Super Bowl, much in the same way that the Rams would say the same thing, right? They were yeah. better off for having Jared Goff in their program. Now, he did take them to a Super Bowl, but that they knew we needed more at that position to achieve our goals, which is to win the Super Bowl, and then they get Matt Stafford, and they do that. Now, that doesn't work out for everybody, but now with Deshaun Watson, you're certainly in that conversation. It's it's It felt like after 18, there's no way we would have ever have gotten here. You know, it, it just felt like that's something that would not have been possible that we would ever be here. And as 19, when they said, okay, maybe that is, but then 20, nope, we're back. 
And then 21, okay, here we are again. We clearly need to be better. And it was an injury, you know, plagued season, obviously. But this is the thing that stood out to me the most about the trade. Baker Mayfield is a significantly better quarterback than a lot of people who are starting in the NFL. Now, does he have the ceiling where he's going to be a guy that you win because of? You can win with him. We did it in 2020. Mm -hmm. Is he ever going to be a guy that you can win because of? I don't know in the NFL, and I hope it works out for him in mm -hmm. Carolina or wherever if this is just a pit stop wherever he ends up. But the notion that this guy could only fetch, and it was, there was one buyer, and Justine yep. Anderson said Seahawks were interested, and I would imagine if she's saying it, it is true to some degree. That the comp he had to eat salary, the Browns had to eat salary. I mean, this is a guy that for eighteen million dollars, when quarterbacks are playing for being paid forty and fifty, mm -hmm. doesn't even feel like that bad of a deal for no. somebody who wants you know for the Atlantas with Mariota for New Orleans, which like he's going to have a chip on his shoulder that's going to motivate him. Week one, if he ends up winning the job, which I would expect that he would, yeah, I would think so, is going to be bonkersville from uh you know just the way we've seen how the browns handled you know hughes first game with cincinnati like it's gonna, it's gonna have a, from our perspective it's gonna be a crazy situation from his more i would say through his eyes i mean our crazy. fan base yes, i'm talking yes, about like it's, it's gonna be an emotional roller coaster for our fan base like, oh yeah. Seeing that. yeah and i think it's gonna be i think it's what a fun way to start the season that's fun it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic yeah. but he's we are lucky to have had baker mayfield it can be both true that we are lucky to have had Baker Mayfield, that he is the best quarterback we have had wear this uniform since Bernie Kosar, mm -hmm. but that it was also it's also true that they needed to upgrade that position to be a perennial Super Bowl contender in an AFC that's got Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen and Justin Herbert and Russell Wilson and Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson, and I think I'm even missing somebody off the top of my head, Derek Carr, whatever. Yeah. That's just the way that it is. And so I, I certainly wish him well. We had some fun times with him. I'll never forget, you know, when you said, I'm a highs voter. Yeah, me too. Like, <laughs> and we had fun with some of the various things. And, and, and the fun probably – and it flowed kind of with the good. There was more fun. Well, and, we haven't seen him the last couple of years. No, COVID and then, yeah, the last – You know, we just – we haven't seen yeah. him the last couple of years. We saw him a lot his first year. We, he was in here three or four – three times that first year. Um, the last time that I think you and I interviewed him on for something was that – the thing that we did around the schedule launch, which I think was in the COVID year when he was on the boat in Austin, that was 2020. He's not oh, Brown's live schedule release. That was yeah. Live so it has release. not been on this. We have not had him on this show since 2019 uh, in terms of in here to talk to him. We yeah. used to see him in the building and stuff. And then obviously with COVID, we didn't um, a couple of things I, I've tried to, I really, I mean this as genuinely as can be. And it, you can't say this without it coming across as being a, taking a shot. It, trust me. It's not because the highs are really, really high. He's a tremendous front runner. When tremendous. things are good, he's awesome. Yep. He is awesome. When things are bad, it's bad. And that's what happened. The amount of times that, that on this show where we would say stuff, just watch the All-22. When we would say that, we would say, go watch the All-22. Like it was all there. The stuff that was, was and wasn't was all there. Um, you and I would say the amount of times that we stuff, we've got to upgrade the passing game. Like, we've got to be better in the passing game. We would, we've talked so much about this notion of, okay, when everybody knows you're passing, can you pass? Right. Right? So all of this is – the, the golf is an appropriate 
uh, comparison other than the fact, I mean, Goff, the Rams went to the Super Bowl with Goff, but it's the same thing. Like there was a level of what you could do here and it felt like you were up against the ceiling of it. Um, the other thing that I think is, is really interesting. He deserves a ton of credit for coming around in 2020. No doubt. Because at the end of 2019 and into the begin up until that comeback in Cincinnati, the start of that Cincinnati game, I didn't know if he would make it through that year. It was bad. The start of 2020 was bad. Really bad. And the start of that Cincinnati game was bad. Yeah, it was the pick. Bad. And we were like, I'm like, wow, I don't know if he's ever going to be the – are we ever going to see what he was in 18 again? Well, because it was coming off the Pittsburgh game, was, which was a – Which was a disaster. Drubbing. And 19 was rough. It got worse as it went along. And I thought, my gosh, is he broken? Like, But he didn't. He rallied. With Stefanski's offense and his, his ability to play at the level that he did – the 20 touchdowns, two picks, we talk about all the time. He deserves a ton of credit for putting that year together with all of the obstacles that were there because they were substantial. They were substantial. Yes. yes. I think the thing that happened for him in terms of the market is in the NFL right now, there are there's three ways of looking at quarterback. We have a franchise quarterback that we can go win a Super Bowl with, and it feels to me like there are more of those now than there have ever been. It feels like there's like – 12 of those in the league. All right, so off the top of our heads, AFC, Mahomes, Watson, Burrow, um, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar. Lamar Jackson, it feels that way. Deshaun, did you do Deshaun? I have Deshaun, yeah. yeah. Russ and Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. They committed to him. Now, yep. he would be, to me, right. Okay, slightly but that's, below. That's, you did eight okay, off the so top, and we could be missing some. And, and by the way, we haven't done. Now, hold on, I'll get to that. I'm going to okay. get to that because that's tier two. No, but we haven't done then the you go, NFC. NFC. You've got Stafford, Brady, Rodgers. Is that it? That might be Dak. It. So that Dak's be, probably in the. It's in same the with car. Derek Carr. So that's yeah. twelve. Okay. Kyler. Oh, for sure, Kyler. Yeah, thirteen. So okay, twelve or thirteen. This guy can go in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. The next tier is we just drafted this guy. We think he can be that. So that's Zach Wilson. Interesting weekend out of him. Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields, who, I mean, who, who Mac else? Jones, Mac Jones, Trey Lance. Trey Lance, yes. All of those guys. Did you say Trevor Lawrence? I said, I, I said Lawrence, Wilson, Fields. All the guys from last year. All the guys from last year, yeah. And the, the Steelers would probably say throw Kenny Pickett. Yeah, those, those type but of guys. But they play Tua. Yeah, Tua, all of those guys, yeah. right? So then there's all those guys. And then the next thing is, yeah. the next thing that you want to be, those are the three things you want to be, is – we're going to be really bad so we can get C.J. Stroud. And that's yeah. what Seattle is, and that's what Atlanta is. So they don't want to be great at quarterback. And there's one more little tier I'll sneak in where I can get you to the playoffs, but I'm not quite sure we can do more than that, which is Tannehill, Matt Ryan, uh, Kirk Cousins. But what my contention golf. is is those guys are what you don't want. Well, yeah, that's, that's like what Andy Baker Dalton all is. those years. And, and that's what six is. He's not even not, not as accomplished Cousins, as those. No. Ryan yet. No, he's not I mean, as Ryan accomplished MVP, as right. those guys. But right. that is the tier you don't want to be because you're limiting what you can be. He feels and like that's the hard. Part. He could be it's what Andy Dalton. What used good to be. Andy Dalton was. Jeff Garcia used to be those type of guys. And they this won is, a lot of. They divisions. won a ton of games. No playoff Baker games. won a playoff yep. game. He won yep. in Pittsburgh. Like, come on, like. Yep. But this league doesn't want that anymore. No, it's treading water. So and you have those three tiers. If you don't have one of those three tiers, then you don't want to be the other part. Right. And I think that's what hurt him. And I think he and Goff are the two guys that are better than the Mario. And Winston's probably in that group, too, from what he's flashed at times. But then, right, and then it's 
you're in purgatory though. Right. It's a tough place to be because those guys will play well enough for you that you could run into the you could get to the playoffs in a best case scenario, right? But more than likely you'll be picking far enough back that you won't get one of the guys. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's a tough place to and be. And there used to be a time in this league where those guys were those guys were all over the league. That's I mean, you the think about league. Jim Everett, Dave. Like when we were kids, Jim Everett, Dave Craig, Dave Craig. Bobby Abear. Like there were a ton of those guys that were Never good enough guy. to me either to keep you between seven and nine and ten and six. Yeah. But for many teams, that was enough. Yeah, staying competitive. Keep us in the mix. Yeah. Make the playoffs every once in a while. Well, now the NFL has a different mentality around it. The NFL now is if we can't win the Super Bowl, then what are we doing? Right. And if you're if you're not somebody who we think we can win the Super Bowl with, then we're we'll go in another direction. And that is what hurt Baker here because he could have been in the Houston deal. He wanted to go to Indy. And at the end they want a Matt Ryan, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's better than Mariota. He's better than Winston. He's better than what I think Seattle is. For he's sure. better than all those guys. But the reality is is those teams, Mariota, Seattle, they don't want that. Houston would rather say, Hey, if we if we strike lightning in a bottle with Davis Mills, fine. If not, we'll pick one of these kids in next year's draft. The wild thing is, and while, again, I will reiterate, I firmly believe he is a guy that is one of the best 32 quarterbacks on the planet. He is somebody that when he is at his best has, you know, top 16, top 20 potential, right? Mm -hmm. And he played and can have stretches, a streak like he did for the second half that year. We played like a top 12 quarterback. Yeah, he did. His best fit right now probably would have been just given the whole scope of everything. Look, look, he wants to go to Carolina, and they got some good skill. They got DJ Moore. They got Robbie Anderson. Mm-hmm. They drafted the kid out of LSU last year whose name eludes me. They got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Terrace Marshall Jr. Mm-hmm. So that's his best opportunity. But probably where he fits best in the NFL is because there are really only so many starting jobs, right? There's the franchise guys, there's the drafted guys, and then there's that little group. And and the feeling is around the league, clearly, that he's not Cousins who gets paid. He's not Matt Ryan who gets paid. He's not Ryan Tannehill who gets paid. Right. So he's below those guys, but not so bad that you're going to tank with him. His best spot probably would have been as a backup to Brady, honestly, so that in case something happened in Tampa Bay, they can still they have a chance with that cast around him that he, they could still be really, really good. I actually thought I said that exact thing to Jake. I talked to him about this like a month ago off air, and I just said, would he, would he be open to that? Um, or no, it was on air. And I and he said, he, he, his answer was, I don't know if he sees himself that way. But I think that would have been the best scenario is Tampa Bay for a year, decompress, watch how Brady goes about his business. And then maybe become their starter. And then become the starter when Brady goes to Miami or whatever he's going to do or retire or whatever. Like, that's the spot. That's a loaded roster. Um, you could kind of see what it takes to be, you know, very stable, like what it would take from Brady. To me, that would be something I could swallow if I were him. But I also understand the notion where you say, well, I'm one of the 32 best. I want to start. That's kind of what Jameis did when he went to New Orleans. Yes. And then last year, prior to being injured, I think they were, what, five and one with him? Or it was, they were good. They were off to a good start. They were off yeah. to a good start yeah. with him, and he was playing well. It's a tough thing because, again, I want to reiterate, I believe he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league. The league is not now we're starting the 32 best quarterbacks in the NFL. That's not the league anymore. The league is, okay, we have these dudes who are locked in. We have these guys that we hope can be locked in. Then there's maybe three, and I'm trying to think in my mind, three or four veterans that we think we can be pretty good with, even though we know they're not those guys, but 
they've at least shown at times in their career where Kirk Cousins has played elite football. Tannehill's taken them to be the number one seed and played, yeah. you know, elite game manager football. Jimmy Garoppolo's in that in mm-hmm. that list. And Jim Garoppolo doesn't have a job right now. In the last time, no, he's unemployed. The last two seasons, he's played a full season. He went to the Super Bowl and went to the NFC Championship. But that goes to my point that they don't want those guys. Like, I don't think Cousins would get that money now. I don't think Tannehill would get that money now. I think that the, that the league has shifted even in the last four to five years. Yeah. Where, like, if, you don't, if you're not a lock stock, we're out. What's crazy to me, though, is that Wentz was actually acquired twice, and they gave up something for Carson Wentz to get him with the Washington Commanders. Yeah. When I would – I think Baker's way Baker's better than Carson. way better than Carson Wentz. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There must be – I don't know what it is with Wentz, if there's just a measurable thing that people like about He's, him, a big athleticism or whatever. I'm not sure what it is. And at one point, he was on his way to being – the MVP of the league yeah. and that team that he was leading won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Now, he didn't play in the Super Bowl, obviously. We sure. know that. But he was, at that point, when he got hurt against the Rams in that game, he was going to be the MVP of the league. We've never seen that again. Yeah. We've never seen that again. Yeah. It's, it's to, to kind of to sum up the Baker conversation, it's it's wild that if you go back to the to end of, you, you had mentioned earlier, you said, you know, in 2018, did you ever think we would be here? No, for sure not. But also in 2019, I never would have thought 2020 was possible at the end of 2019 no like it felt like he was broken at the end of 2019 and he came back and was really good over the second half of that year and i'm hopeful that i would love for him to have success wherever that is going forward um but i think that and it's funny because you hear people say things like well um you know they they want to have this conversation all the time and it's like look at some point it's not an opinion it's the fact of where the league is this was the get back this is the best you could do he gave back money we're pay- the Browns are paying him not the to Panthers play. The Panthers made him give up money. Made him give up money. And he actually – they gave up significantly more and are paying Darnold significantly more. More. Full 18 for Darnold. Yes. They gave up a two for Darnold. So that's the reality of where he is as a quarterback in the league right now. Doesn't mean he can't play to be a top 16. Doesn't mean he can't have sustained success like he had here in 2020 for multiple years. Who knows? But right now, that's the market. This is what the league thinks of – of him and his value currently in the NFL as it's currently constructed. And he has the ability to play his way out of that and to lead in the locker room his way out of that. And yeah. and I hope that he does because yeah. fun Baker's a fun it's time. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun with him. Uh, well, that's an hour. That is. Bo here for my friends at Renew Home Exteriors. From uh, beautifying and protecting your home, it's certainly their passion. Upgrade the look of your home and create a high return on investment. New siding from Renew Home Exteriors, ranging in architectural style and colors. Over 50 of them to choose from. Receive $1,500 in a free insulation wrap, plus 0% interest for qualified buyers. In addition, Renew Home Exteriors will meet or beat competitors' estimates by up to 10% or pay you 100 bucks. Beautify your home with premium siding and roofing products at lower prices with Renew Home Exteriors. Visit RenewEstimate.com. Second hour coming up next, Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. A um, couple of things on the uh, – you see, you missed a lot of this, too, because it, this was a lot. I enjoyed this. 
the uh, logistics of the Deshaun Watson hearings. That was that was yeah, that was fun. There's the one nothing thing I to was say trying, until she makes a we had a um, ruling. I had a couple of rules that we set out on the show. I had one day where I had kind of like a meltdown. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I actually, we kind of had it on air. I'm like, I can't. believe it was a Tuesday. it was a Tuesday. I'm like, I just I'm exhausted. like, we got three more shows, dude. Come on, it's fried. I think I, I was. I think I was riding in the sand. You're dunes. on some sort of dune, yeah. and I'm going. This is tough. Um, this was the kind of the the ruling that I had on this. There are very few people who actually know anything about this process. Truly, like we had Graziano on. He had a really good handle on the process. There's a couple of people that do, but the one thing I told our fans out there is, if you hear anybody saying this is what I'm hearing on length if or when or anything they don't know anything no because this is an unprecedented process the only person who knows is robinson judge robinson and if she feels like it over tea whoever she's having tea that's what breakfast or lunch with unless There's you're having tea with else. her you don't know you don't know we don't know a lot of people think know. i know which is people so come funny. up to us all the time what are you hearing nothing nothing <laughs> nothing I don't know. I don't, I've never talked to Sue Robinson before. And guess before. what? There's luminaries in this building, like Big L's, who also don't know nothing. That's right. Zip. Zilch. Nothing Not out it. there. So in terms of just a timeline of this thing, um, Josina with this this morning, This a lot of this is stuff that we've talked about before. Post-hearing briefs are due soon. We had heard they were due today, tomorrow, something like Florio that. Florio said specifically today in his post yeah. today. Um, from a, from a league source, uh, to Josina, we're still looking at a few weeks before we make a decision. It may or may not be before camp. Sue Robinson will take her time on this. Um, it basically all that any of this is, is this is up to judge judge Robinson, the whole thing. She's running the show. It's a one woman show. One woman show. The one thing I did say, and I do feel pretty strongly on this base, just on, I think the precedent is, I don't know that. For sure, if the penalty is longer than Watson, the NFLPA can't think that it should be. It will be appealed. I would have a hard time, whether it's appealed by them or by the NFL, that it's overturned. This is a collectively bargained process. Both sides are paying Robinson. I don't know that the look would be good. Like, let's say it's less. I cannot imagine Goodell changing the rule. No way. I don't see. No way. That would be a law. They'd be in lawsuits. Yeah. So... That's where it is. That is, and I, I like I said, we all want it to be as soon as possible, so that everybody knows exactly what we're dealing with here. And you, there are a lot of people. Oh, it feels like that there's momentum that it's not going to be a long suspension. And and there Maybe. are things that are being reported that would lead you to that direction. Florio said that based on the evidence that was presented, the notion that Watson would take a 12-game offer, which Graziano had mentioned at one point prior to the hearings, he said is laughable. He, there have been people who have said that there's still a settlement possibility is still on the horizon, but it would come after the briefs have been given. And then that way the lawyers are working on the briefs. Now they're billing all of that. So then they can bill, hey, let's have settlement talks if, if either side does. Now, it sounds like, again, we don't know, but it sounds like from a if you piece together a lot of reporting that the Watson side feels like it went very well for them. Yeah. And that they are in a strong position. Does Sue Robinson think that it went well for them? That's really all that matters. This is a one-person. It's one person. It's a one-person. Who's never ruled opinion. on anything in terms of the NFL? This no. is the first case. No. So it, it looked evidentiary, and then now it's being put out there, which I thought was interesting today to Josina Anderson, 
that the burden of proof in this is the preponderance of evidence, which means it's just if they believe if Judge Robinson believes it's more than 50 percent likely that it happened the way that it's being claimed to happen versus it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. It's it's a civil standard and they say rather that's a precedent a rather than a criminal standard. So again, who, who knows? knows? We don't know. The good news is we will know at some point and, and it feels like we will know sometime soon um, within the next couple of weeks. It's funny. I've, I've seen people say oh, it's, oh, it's coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. I've seen it's coming out this Friday. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, or who knows? When it does come out, that will allow this team to once again figure everything out. Now, the other part that's interesting is that from Josina, she said that uh, there are only four women currently, quote unquote, at issue in the Deshaun Watson proceeding. The NFL concluded not to pursue eight of the 12 women interviewed. Mm-hmm. A fifth woman the league tried to pursue but never interviewed her. The league scope is currently limited to four women. So, again, is, is that good? Is it bad? I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to figure like, that's the thing about it. it's all speculation. Everybody's speculating about everything, and like you said, I'm trying to read tea leaves. There's no tea. There's no tea. It's it's Sue Robinson. Yeah, that's it. It's a judge and jury of one. Just that's judge. right. Yeah. So I did think like you know like when you were gone, the Wall Street Journal story came on that weekend, and it was like a full season or indefinite, and then we had to like translate that. I translated that as like a jumping off point for the league, like start there on negotiations and then within the week it was league 12 games so okay i viewed that all right that's a jumping off point now here's 12 well we want two let's if or there are negotiations zero. or yeah, zero meet at six. 12 zero let's meet at six and that's it but it's all just connecting dots right it's not based on anything man most certainly not no it's not so that's that's where that goes and 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 we'll we'll see how how this thing all all goes from that point uh forward um in terms of uh, other Browns news around, and we'll, we'll get to some of the other NFL stuff and around the sports world in a second. Um, did you guys see Miles playing a little hoops? I did. I thought that was banned. I thought that was frowned upon. You going to tell him, Gibby? Nope. Standing windmill just from a dead. That's right. A dead stop. It was fun, though. Um, I've actually, the, the sporting events that I've watched the most since. Um, I mean, he played at the All-Star game. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Um. So I've actually enjoyed the NBA Summer League stuff. Watch none of it. Yeah, it's kind of – I mean, the kids like those kids from college. So, like, Abaji's a Kansas okay. guy, so Beamsy likes yep. Kansas. And he's – boy, he is dead eye. He's knocked down. Abaji's a hell of a shooter, man. Catch, shoot, feel quick. Like it, it feels like he was underdrafted then. Well, it I think like he's got a skill set fits very nicely I think he's NBA. a. I think he's a perfect skill set for them. Like, I don't know if he's got a ceiling where he could be like a one – but he feels like somebody who's perfect running to spots and knocking down shots. And he plays D? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if He's you think a about it. down shooter, though. Okay. Reddick was in the league forever. Kyle Korver was in the league forever. Reddick's a great comparison, I think, really. I think their games are pretty similar. Um, Is he a little bigger? Or 6'5". JJ's 6'4", 6'5". Okay. Like, he's big. Um, yeah, no, that's that's a good one, actually. But And for this Cavs team, he's perfect. So, um, I I enjoyed the heck out of that. And then – the other thing that I've come to the conclusion is I really like golf in places where I don't normally get to see it. So the Scottish so Open, of course, it's, was golf, it's, awesome. it's amazing. It's it was great. Awesome. Yes, I loved course. it. I loved watching that. And then they played like this other course, this Berwick, like 
Tiger went there and Rory went there and then Max Homa went up there. Do you know what this course is when you were in Scotland? Do you know yeah. what course this is? Yeah, Royal Berwick. Berwick or Berwick. Berwick yeah, or whatever. whatever. Uh-huh. What is did you did you go there? Did you play I didn't it? play it, but I played where like the They the, were acting like it was like where God played golf. Like it was I, I played where the foreplay pod guys went and they did Royal Presswick, which had the first ever British Open. Okay. Was there where there's one where you hit over a wall, there's like a train you hit over. It's nuts. Yeah. And they all played out there. It's Scottish golf is it It's incredible. So cool. I was I was excited about that. Did you watch any of the celebs? Uh the Tahoe thing? Yeah. No, I don't. I've, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that. I was more into the Scottish Open. Miz rallied big time on day oh, three. Oh, he was in the mix. <laughs> well, he rallied from 86th to 83rd out of 87. So he improved by five shots on the last day. Who did he beat? He beat Catherine Tappan. Okay. He beat Jay Peterman. John O'Hurley. The Jay Peterman? That's right. That's got to be a bit of an upset. I felt like that guy would be able to swing sticks. Apparently not. He He's, wanted the he JFK was down there, sticks. He was down there all tournament. He was at the bottom. Dylan Dreyer. No idea who that is. And coming in last, our good friend who just got a brand new gig. He will be a part of the Monday Night Countdown crew, RG3. RG3 was dead last. Dead last. Did Chuck play? Yeah, Chuck. So Chuck got, must have his game back a little Chuck bit. Chuck played. He is played very well. Where is he? Where are you, Charles Barkley? All right, I'm up too high. I know he wasn't that good. But he was surprisingly, he did better than people were expecting him to do. Ah, he struggled at the end. He finished tied for 74th, minus 26. You know who he beat, though? Tell me. Steve Young. Really? <laughs> Come on, bro. Really? That's right. That's all Steve Young's doing is playing golf. Should be. Um, some notables. Let's see. So Pat Romo McAfee won it. Yeah, McAfee was sixty first. Mahomes fifty first. Uh, a Rod wanted to be. Aaron Rodgers wanted to be in the top twenty. That was his stated goal for the tournament, and he felt like that was possible to do. And I don't think he made it. Uh, Romo beat Mark Mulder and Joe Pavleski in a playoff. Adam Thielen fourth. Tied An- wow. Annika Sorensdam. At fourth, Marty Fish, remember the tennis player? He was sixth. Mike Madonna, seventh. Aaron Rodgers did it. He finished ninth. So Aaron Rodgers had wow. a, a great tournament. Well, he could play. I mean, Marshall he's... Falk, tenth. Wow. Marshall Falk, Well, tenth. that tells you. I mean, that, like, because Romo, Rodgers could play. Romo can really play. Yeah. Uh, and I knew Mulder. I remember that, that he was a big Jack player. Wagner, who's always in this, it was 14th. Carson Palmer, 15th. John Smoltz, Steph Curry tied for 16th. Del Curry, 18th. How about this one? I would never what have seen Steph? this coming. Uh, 16th. I would. I and feel like that's stick, right. That Alfonso like... Ribeiro tied for 18th with Vinny Del Negro. Vinny Del Negro has won this event. Yeah. You're telling me Carlton on Fresh Prince finished top 20 in this. Yeah. He's got that type of game. Derek, Probably all he's doing. Derek Carr 21st. Erlocker 23rd. Erlocker 23rd, which I was pretty impressed by. Erlocker, a former winner of the member guest at Bighorn. Oh, so yeah. maybe it shouldn't be that big surprise. Joe Buck, 31st, right behind Tim Brown and Robbie Gould. This has got to be, like, as much fun as you can have on a weekend. So All Miz played in it. All of people in Tahoe. Timberlake, Justin Timberlake, 39th. And you had Josh Allen was in it. Mahomes was in it. Yeah, a lot of good players. Um, Mahomes, 51st. Josh Allen, 58th. Emmett Smith, 59th. Pudge Rodriguez, tied for 59th. Alex Caruso, love that he was in there. Kelsey, Vrabel, Nick Jonas, Seth Curry, so on the last day, Miz played with Jim McMahon and CC Sabathia. 
which he thought was pumped. He was cool to play with CC. He and McMahon would. McMahon's got uh, a buddy here in Cleveland that's. Uh, I want to say is his financial guy. A guy who lives out in Hudson. Okay. Still he always buddies goes with that, McMahon. into Akron. There's like some weekend yeah. event down there. There's a big yeah. fundraiser. He's it's always that same a big group. Part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got Chucky Wood, Ray Ramon. I mean, this looks like the most fun ever. I told the Miz I wanted to caddy for him next year. Yeah, that seems like to. a lot. Yeah. No, he said, you're too busy. I said, well, you didn't even ask me. And well, that who, was caddied, who caddied for him this year? Uh, his buddy Tom. Good, a, good, a good guy. So Miz, he had the – he said it was the most fun. Even Maybe though he wasn't good, he said rankings. it was – I must be. He said it was uh, – he had so much fun. But he did get a little grief. There was like a, a video that went a little viral that he took 36 seconds to hit an iron shot. And people were like – not we're not having that. that. Yeah, they were not. What's where's that. his game? Just so you said he finished eighty whatever, eighty six or whatever. To put it into perspective, like, like it's a Stableford, so you get like a point for a par, some for birdie, and blah yeah. blah blah, and you get zero for a bogey, and then you get I think it was negative three for double bogeys or worse. So fifty three people finished with positive points. Fifty three. That was AJ Hawk was fifty third. He had plus two. Andrew Whitworth was minus one. You go through to get like sixty nine people were negative twenty or better. I mean, there were only he was negative sixty one. And they cap like, like he lost so you, to Larry the Cable guy. So you oh, so you can't like card a ten <laughs> over on a hole. I think the cap once you was, get to like a triple bogey, then that's I think it. it's plus. Three. So eights it, sevens it. I, I feel it. like that's karma for not taking you as the caddy. By the I way, like you, you had the shaved, weekend free. I you did. could have shaved ten shots off of his score. Yeah, I'm trying to find if I can find expertise. the. Uh, By the way, that's worth going and doing the show on the week off. Oh for. god, oh, that'd baby. be fun, Tahoe. With that group, oh my yeah, goodness, fun. it's a that's pretty cool. I can't imagine how they keep people out of there. That's a lot of celebrities in one place. A lot of celebs. Yeah. 600 grand uh, is the total purse, 125 to first place. Past champions, Vinny Del Negro won it last year. Marty Fish won in 2020. Romo has won now three of the last five. Mark Mulder has won three times. Well, Romo's, like, legit. Yeah. Like, he, he tried, you know, he was going to try and play in the U.S. Open. Like, he played a qualifier. Don't. Take someone else's. Play. All right, who has, who has <laughs> the most wins all time? Feels like Jack Wagner won it a lot, but I don't know. I mean, he was, every just year, twice. I get yeah. once I say the name, you'll you'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Rick Roden. Rick Roden. Yeah, former, former pitcher. relief pitcher. Pitcher. Oh, was he into that? Yeah, mix? He won it eight times. Holy cow! See with the San Francisco Giants. I thought he was with. I want to. Say, in my mind, he's with like the Yankees, maybe. Wow. Yeah, Yankees. I feel like there was a little stint with the Giants. We'll go around the uh, we'll go around the NFL world. We'll get your answer to the Rick Roden question. Uh, some NFL media news as well. That's all ahead. Cleveland Browns Daily eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. On 850 ESPN Cleveland. Gambling without setting limits on how much you're going to wager, how long you'll play is like a football team going into a game without a game plan. Probably going to end up in a loss. So always set limits before you bet. 
Get more tips, tips like this at keepitfunohio.com. Give me one to know around the sports world. A couple of uh, observations. The Baker trade obviously done. That leaves Jimmy Dr- Jimmy Garoppolo. I did see um, over the weekend there was something linking him to the Bucks, And his um, his agent, there was somebody reported that his agent said no. He did not deny talking to uh, Garoppolo's agent. Uh, or to the reporter, rather, but did deny that there were conversations with the Bucks for Garoppolo. Again, for Jimmy G, that makes all the sense in the world, too. Provided Tom is and would be that okay to it. one more that. year, yeah. Yeah. That Tom would be okay to it. But there's no landing spot for him right now. There's none. Because Seattle's not interested in... They don't. They want They want Stroud. They want. They want to pick at the top of the draft. The same thing Atlanta wants to do, and the same thing I think Houston wants to do. I do think he's in a fine spot to actually. And I know it probably sounds scary is to not go into camp with a deal, but he's the guy that if let's say Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, any, any of, of those guys go down and they're done, that's mm-hmm. the first person you're gonna call. It's yeah, like, he come in here and let's ramp up and run yeah. our offense. And worst case scenario, he stays around San Francisco. Seems like a good enough dude. He's Me- loved mentors Lance and sure and is there for a year and then he's back out in the mix next year so I don't um you know there, there's there's nothing wrong with that um so <laughs> I saw this today it will no longer be Heinz Field in Pittsburgh so it'll now be Acrisure Stadium and I was thinking Sad. about this <clears throat> yeah just stra- I mean I just I was thinking about this you when you're naming stadiums you really want to be the first one because I don't know that anyone is ever going to call, and I don't, I don't know if they'll ever be able to pay their bills either, but I don't know if anybody's ever going to call Staples Center Crypto.com Arena. Like, it feels like that's always going to be Staples. It's almost like it's I didn't synonymous. Even know. Right. Like, did you know, for example, the baseball stadium that the Reds play in is Great American Ballpark? Were you aware that Great American was a bank? No, it was an amusement park. Great America was an amusement park by me. Right. Kind of like when I was a kid, Great Western Forum. I had no idea that it was a bank. I just thought it was. It's on the West Coast. It's the Forum. It's, it's great. great. It's great. It's great. Lots of great things happen. What's well, not to complain about? Like if you think about like so many of these stadiums, like what they're named the first time, it just sticks. It feels like the return on the investment's not there the next time around. Like I don't know, for example, what stadium. I don't know what they call where the San Francisco Giants play baseball, but in my Pac mind, Bell. it's Pac Bell Park. Is it still? I have no idea, but that's what it is to me. It's Pac Bell. For sure. And I assume Pittsburgh is still PNC, but I don't know. But I don't know. <clears throat> it is. Yeah. Is it Pac Bell still? It can't be. I don't no, think Pac Bell exists. That, that thing's changed. I feel like that's a yearly change. Like if the Cowboys ever change, it would always be AT&T Stadium to me. Isn't it Reliant where the Texans play, but then they got changed to NRG? Yeah, it was Reliant. That cavern. Well, wasn't it the Crooks first, where the Astros play? Where was that? that was the oh, Enron? That was, was Enron it? Field. And yeah. then it was like Minute Maid Park. Yeah, Minute Maid. It was Enron Field. Uh, Oracle yes. Park is San Francisco Giants. Wow! Which, so they've got uh, the they arena got all the, and the bat baseball. Yeah. Well, he's got a lot. Taken over. He's done well for himself. Yeah, Congratulations on all your successes. Yeah, they've got a lot of them. Oh, my God. Come um, back right on a heater first shot. Right not, the not surprised. Not surprised at all on that. Um, so, yeah, I, to me, like, it's hard. It's going to be hard for it not to be Heinz. It and is this, Heinz. By the way, this other one, this this uh, Acrisure, it's a Michigan company. That does what? I don't know. Insurance. <laughs> I said that. I, I mean, just for the sure in the back of it. Sure, sure. Felt like that was it. it could I be don't a know. deodorant. 
Could be. Yeah. Best of art, human and artificial intelligence. Accursure augments human intelligence with AI-powered financial services solutions for insurance, reinsurance, real estate services, cyber services, and asset and wealth management. There you so go. It's, fi- it's a financial service. Yeah. Company. It's going to be hard to come. I think it's almost like when the stadium becomes known, when the, almost like the naming of the stadium supersedes the, what the company is. Not like good. I didn't even associate ketchup with Heinz Field. It just was the name of it. And that's how I felt about Staples. It's not like I ever thought about like the office supply store. But Heinz Field was so cool, and they'd have the ketchup bottles when they'd get in the red zone, and then the ketchup bottle would pour ketchup into the no more. red zone. Maybe they'll still do that. Here's something for you. The president of Acrisure, Greg Williams. G? Only one G. Only one G. Yeah. Well, two Gs, one. not three Gs. Two. Total. Yep. yep. And then uh, this this morning as well from the NFL world, Condoleezza Rice joins the Broncos' new ownership team oh. uh, with the Walton family. Uh, was she? A, she was a Browns fan, wasn't she? Yeah. One point, yeah. Remember at one point that was said she was a she was a coaching candidate. Yeah, yeah. She must Which be just an debunked. quite that. I mean, you want to talk about? We always say to yourself, if if you could live somebody else's life, member at Augusta, was on the college football playoff committee, and now a, an owner with the Denver Broncos, and was one of the most powerful people in the world. And one at of one the point. most powerful. Yeah. It's a lot going on. Without having to be the most powerful person, which is where you want to be. That's where you want to be. Yeah, the one with the power. Still nothing on the Mannings there, by the way. Nothing on Peyton in Denver about him getting a part of that ownership or being a part of it. So I assume that's the way that that would go, but it has not gone that way yet, my friend. All right. Coming up next, we, uh, we've got all sorts of media news to get to. We've got a Hall of Fame um, with our, our good buddy Clay Matthews. We will get to all of that coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on A50 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. The Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. You can transform your current bathroom into a custom bath that'll feel like a spa. You let the Bath Authority make it a reality for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert, factory trained installers. Give them a call now, 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. Call 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. It's where affordability meets quality. The largest selection of bath projects, all made in the United States. Change your bathroom from outdated to outstanding. Acrylic tubs that insulate and keep the heat in. Shove tub to shower conversions. Folks, simply put, superior products, expert installers at 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. Uh, former linebacker of ours, great friend of the program, Clay Matthews, semifinalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame list. Uh, this is the veterans portion of it. The thing is, though, is I remember when I go in the hall, I don't know that there's any distinction. I don't believe so. I think you're a Hall Once of Fame. Once you're in, you're in. Right? Amy Trask, who I worked yeah. many moons ago with on uh, that other We've show on, on CBS. Show. We had her on this show. She uh, was the president of the Raiders first female I think executive in the NFL for Al Davis she's on the semifinalist as well I know that you have the list for us Gibby yeah the, these are the seniors and the coach slash contributors there's a lot so she's a coach contributor okay correct uh, any other notables so, some of the big names yeah give us some big names uh Mark Clayton of the Dolphins yes no nah, I don't think I can Kenny Anderson that doesn't feel like it Ken Anderson 
Um, I had his sticker when I was a kid. I feel like Clay Matthews, like he feels like I, the I most. I feel like he's got it. Sterling Sharp's in there. Sterling Sharp, Sterling Sharp is, absolutely. Is, but, Sterling Sharp it feels a lot like Clay Matthews to me, right, except my, a sh- much shorter career. But both were dudes. But higher in terms of so Mark Clayton, by the way, five time Pro Bowl, no first team All Pro. Yeah. Sterling Sharp, if I'm, I feel like I looked at this and it was a, a brief six year, yeah, five. It's a time, little bit of like Terrell Davis, five time Pro Bowl, three time first team All Pro, thrice led the NFL in receptions, twice in yards, twice in touchdowns. Yeah, it's a Terrell Davis career. But that to me, he's in. That yeah. sounds that sounds like a make. Clay Matthews' longevity is really a stunning accomplishment 19 seasons he had four pro bowls no first team all pros your boy roger craig roger craig is criminally under undervalued big picture there was a year he had a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving i was just gonna ask i was just gonna ask gibby what did he what did he do that had not been done before and then it was not until marshall falk is this next person to do it he did it in 1985 he had 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. Here's the insane thing. So he's a four-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champ. The year that he had 1,000 rushing and 1,000 receiving, he didn't. He wasn't even first-team All-Pro that year. <laughs> Who, Who was? was? 1985. 19, it would have been the 1985 season. Probably he, Dickerson or Walter Payton, maybe? I don't know. 85 Bears. Wild. I bet it was Eric Dickerson. Let's see. 1985 All-Pro team. That would have been the peak of Dickerson's powers with the Rams, I would think. Would have had to. Have that been. wouldn't have been Bo. No, uh, Bo is still at Auburn. Marcus won, Allen. Bo won the Heisman at Marcus Auburn. Marcus Allen uh, and Walter Payton. Uh, yeah, Payton. Roger Craig was second team. Gerald Riggs. Yeah. And Freeman McNeil. There you go. Uh, Everson Walls, Otis Taylor. I think Sterling Sharp right now is the best resume of any of these people. Yeah, Joe Jacoby. That's one Solid where they, guy. they need to have somebody from that to represent that Washington offensive line. They won three Super Bowls. I'm pretty sure he was on all those teams. I would like to say so. Like it's, It was like him, Russ Grimm. Like that was that yeah. group. At four straight Pro Bowls from 83 to 86, two first-team All-Pros in there as well. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like he's got a shot then. Yeah, the All-Pros. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the, from the senior group, the senior semifinalists – I, I like Clay's chances here, along yeah. with Sterling. Yeah. I feel like those two. Yeah. I think I continue to think, like, they really – I'm sure it was a wonderful weekend down there, but I really think they blew it by putting those two classes together Awful. last year. Us. By having Manning on a Sunday. Like, that, you could have built the whole weekend around that. And they put both those we, – they put they inducted, like, 20 guys in one weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms yeah. of the coach contributors, uh, little Rune Arledge. Monday Night Football, yeah. ABC Sports Executive, yep. yeah. Uh, Good name, Rune. Don Coriel, uh, Mike Holmgren. Holmgren's got an interesting case. I mean, he's got he's got two Super Bowls, or no, he's got one, just the one. He won the one in Green Bay. Uh, played for another in Seattle. Coached in another in Green Bay. So he coached in three. Is largely responsible, I think, for people view. You know, the resurgence of the Packers, you know, from mm-hmm. Lynn Dickey to Don Mikowski to Favre and then eventually begat Rodgers. It's interesting with Holmgren, though, because he's probably most known for his coaching tree. You know, like well, he was like the head guy of the Walsh disciples. Right. And all those guys were on his that once there's that that staff picture. It's much like the Belichick picture here 
where all those guys were on the Belichick staff here in like 94. Yeah, 94. There's a, there's a picture of the Green Bay staff that had like Gruden, Andy Reid. All those guys were on that staff with the Packers. Yeah. Under Holmgren. Yeah, there's a lot of front office, a lot of owners. Uh, McKay, Modell's on there. Ugh. He's not, he can't do Carl that. Peterson, Dan Reeves, Art Carl Rudy Peterson Jr., with your Marty Chiefs. Schottenheimer. Marty. Mm. I'd love to see Marty. Amy Trask. It's pretty remarkable that like Jerry Jones got in. I mean, yeah. truly, like pretty remarkable. Like, yeah, considering got some the, of the names on this list. Well, true, and I mean, the three Super Bowls like were with Jimmy, being the GM. How's it gone since? Not, not great. And Jimmy's not in, or did he just get in last year? Maybe he finally got in last. Yeah, he got in last year. Him and Cower both got in last year. Hey, by the way, yeah, as I'm transitioning mm-hmm. on, on Twitter, yeah. And, Who's Jim Reams? Big Z, you're going to tell him how Schaefer and I gave you a putt that ended up winning you the match? I think yeah. we discussed that, didn't we? The, no, this is the... this is from this week's golf match, which Sims oh. and I beat the kid and, and Jimmy. We beat him, as we've done all year, undefeated this season. Sims and I is a tandem. Nice. But he's referring to on – so we were – people. the fourth hole took a long time. There were people who caught up to us. They, In the interest of speed, they gave me like a five-footer – it was far that it shouldn't have been a gimme for a par, and I didn't think it should be a gimme, so I putted it anyway, and I made it. So I, there's nothing to even talk about. Like, I literally hit the ball from where it was into the hole. I mean, if this guy's bringing it up. I know, yeah. and then so then we then – we, I sent it to our group chat. Sims goes ludicrous, and then uh, Jimmy goes – the kid who was his partner says, I'm confused, Jimmy, and he said, I'm talking by four. I said, but I hit the putt and made it, and he goes, oh, yeah, you made it. And so I said, erroneous. <laughs> If the kid's confused, Jimmy. then you've yeah. reached a threshold. Jimmy. Right. Because <laughs> it's right. Exactly. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. Uh, also, this uh, in the in the media world, Good Morning Football with a new host. Jamie Erdahl comes from CBS Sports beginning on July 25th to host Good Morning Football with uh, Shregs, Kyle Brandt, and Will Selva. I didn't know Will Selva was in the mix. <sighs> Who's a Will Selva? Should I know him? So he's, he's on guy a lot that does from like updates. LA. Yeah. He's, he's on, like, he's on from like a, he's usually not on set, right? He's correct. Like, so, they don't I, have a replacement. Is what he's saying. Yeah, they still haven't replaced Nate Burleson. Yeah. So, but he's Maybe had he's a lot bigger a lot role here recently with Kay departing and, and with not with Burleson out. He's kind of managed the show, okay. but he's like their update guy, their news okay. guy. I don't. Burleson does don't, a good job on on the stuff I've seen her do on CBS. Mostly it's sideline stuff. Yeah. So I don't. You know, hosting's a different gig, certainly. Um, I think it'll be very difficult. You have to be – it's very hard. It, it's one thing that I think a lot of people think is easy. Uh, we were very lucky on this show that that this – you know, we, we were in an arranged marriage, but it, it was an immediate chemistry thing. Immediate. It worked from the jump street. That's right. But that isn't always that way. Like, you may not have anything in common. You may oh, not yeah. have you may not similar like sense of humors. You may not like each other. All of these things are Especially common. If people are giving them like poisoning their ears, poisoning their ears with misleading information. Like, yeah, awful, what a awful crud. stuff, pure crud. Yeah. So you don't know, like, like they're the reason that show worked was the chemistry part of it. It's kind of like when you take Tony or Mike off PTI. I don't watch PTI anymore, but when I used to, like, if sure. one of them, one of those guys wasn't on, it was different. It's a different show. Yeah. You know, it's like Stephen A. on that show when he had. He had to get rid of Kellerman because he didn't like him. Like Mad Dog's a lunatic on that show, but Stephen A. loves him. Loves it. It loves it. Mad Dog did a thing over the weekend. He did it. It was amazing. Serious breakdown. 
top Mount Rushmore television shows of all time. You gotta have I Love Lucy. It's the first one. You gotta have I Love Lucy. I was gonna say you gotta have All in the Family. All in the Family wouldn't <laughs> those, even be those, allowed to be. Those on, two are locks. It wouldn't be All in the Family would not be allowed to be on no. television. How many people out here listening right now even know what it is? That's what I was gonna say. Like, I, w- I was gonna say he wouldn't have a TV show that aired post. He had Sopranos and Seinfeld. Okay, which would have been his two modern. The two modern. And that's, by the way, so Seinfeld was thirty years ago. Not that like, modern. I, I yeah. just think that's weird because that's not the demo that you're going for. Yeah, but his whole matters. thing is for that demo. Everything he does, Bob Cousy, everything he it's does is from for, that demo. But it's but it allows for Stephen A. to play on the right side of the demo, right? And right? Make him look good. And and right, and they like each other, right? So yeah. they have a legitimate chemistry. And Dog's smart; he knows what he's doing. So he's he's playing into it even more so. And he's one of those guys who's in the old hot take business that he can stick to a take. I mean, he's a pro. He's an absolute professional. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, all right, we do have so much more to come. A couple other things I want to get to that happened over the course of last week. Uh, so we will get to that on the other side of this quick timeout. You'll so much more to come. Browns Daily. 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Gambling without setting limits on how much you're going to wager, how long you'll play is like a football team going into a game without a game plan. It's probably going to end up in a loss. Always set limits before you bet. Get more tips like this at keepitfunohio.com. You watched uh, The Godfather over the weekend. um, And this would, was this at all in in time with James, uh, with James Conn's dead death on Thursday? And then you had Tony Sirico, Polly Walnuts on Sopranos on Friday. Forget him. I mean, just yeah, a couple of, of titans go down. Uh, we did it because we had been out to dinner, ran into my good friend uh, Eric Bellman's lovely wife Jody, and and they said, "Are you watching the offer?" Yeah, and I said, a, I, "I've about never the heard making of, it. of the it's Godfather." About the making right? of it, and yeah. so they they said it was great. You got to watch it, and and uh, Miss Kay had never seen the Godfather, so Friday night we watched. She wasn't feeling well, so we stayed home and, and watched the Godfather, and it was great, it's obviously. Great. And uh, and so now we'll, we'll probably end up watching that show. There you go. Um, the and then Paulie Walnuts was actually that dude. Like he was arrested twenty eight times. He was actually in Sing Sing. Yeah. When when they uh, an acting troupe came in and he was like, they they talked to him about that and, and he was inspired by it. So I'm going to give that a go. And then played in a bunch of those roles. Then lands the role. Actually auditioned for the role of of Uncle Jew, uh, Junior Soprano. Auditioned for that. They give that to Dominic Chiesi or yeah. say his name. Um, and he's and they offered him Paulie Walnuts, and he said, "Well, I'll do it, but I won't play a rat. He can't, guy can't be a rat." And so they, he wasn't. He was a he was a soldier through through all of it with uh, with with Polly Walnuts. It was even good. in the snow with yeah the Russian hitman. Oh my God! The interior it's a decorator great episode. It's the Remember best. that he goes. The house wasn't even that nice. Remember that when Christopher said that? he was a Czechos- He killed sixteen Czechoslovakians. He's an interior yeah. decorator because it was the phone was breaking up, and Christopher said something like, "The house wasn't even that nice." Yeah, when Tony's like yelling at him, he's a mar- yeah, he's yeah. like an assassin. Yeah. Pine Barrens, one of the best episodes of ever. television ever ever, ever. made. Um, I uh, also while you guys were off last week, I took the two older boys to maverick so we went to we went to top gun maverick and we we saw that and um we uh it's funny like we we get to the end of it and um it was as awesome you know i saw it the first time in imax this was the second time i saw it at big screen it was awesome okay um, so i'm like really mad at myself that i didn't see it in imax because we want to do it with the kids and it just never timed up and so then yeah. i was like 
maybe I'd rather just watch it at home. Is that wrong? Should no, I go? You, know, you have to go see it in the theater. Okay. You, you haven't you, seen it? No. No. He hadn't seen it. I know. And I've tried it. I was it's like, when we were on weeks. vacation, I was like, let's go see it. No, you have to see it in a theater. Yeah, right. You cannot. Okay. Right. It's still yeah. in the theater. And they're still in big. Yeah, it's, it's still doing right, really so well. So we'll go. We'll go this. Yeah, this don't fun. worry about If you can't make the IMAX, I don't even know if it's still showing. It's in not. IMAX. And it's not even showing in the like XD or what, you know, the super. Yeah, you just still need to go see it in a big screen. Hey, big screen. I, okay. took, I took my parents on Where Friday. did you go? Shout out to Jim and Nancy. 50th wedding anniversary. Oh, beautiful. Saw a little Maverick. Big shout out. Went they out love to a little it? steak. To, uh, to, my father's like, this is the greatest. It's great. And then he started breaking it down. He goes. It has all the makings of, like, former Star Wars movies. Like, they took stuff from Star Wars. And I was like, what? And he started explaining stuff. I can't say what. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. actually, yeah. Pop shit makes sense. The um, All right. Where did you see it? The I uh, With the boys we saw it, there's a uh, in Macedonia. Macedonia, okay. We yeah. usually go to Valley View. Yeah, the one, well, about the same there. distance okay. for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and they have it. They still have it yeah. on a big theater. You yeah. have you to cannot see it. wait. All right, okay, all right. You, all right. I can't Done. believe you've waited. Done. This Can you long. please go see it? Like Done. honestly, like in the next. Three we're days. going Wednesday. We had we had the kids Wednesday. You we're have going to, one of those. You got to do it. It's done. So we get done watching. This is going to ruin anything. We get done watching it, and we're walking out. I'm like, boys, what'd you think? They're like, yeah, it was good. It was good. And I'm like, really? I thought it was like great. Well, then it occurs to me, like they couldn't. They didn't realize that it was any different from like Guardians of the Galaxy or Iron Man. They're like, Dad, well, we saw Iron Man race against a jet. I'm like, but that was fake. Yeah, no, this is this real. This is real planes flying. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like they never viewed it in that way. The appreciation for it being actual planes as opposed to green screen. And that's why fireworks aren't cool anymore. It's right. And it all comes full circle right there. Good and to there be back. We're back tomorrow. Next level coming up next. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.